This is Jacob Spihar with Athletes Unbox, finding the extraordinary in the ordinary. What's up, Mer? Hi. This is kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's really nice. Is this how you Just... always do them? No, usually it's kind of like an actual, um, like the headphones and like podcast equipment, all that stuff. But this is like a really cool uh now with this app you can just send people a link and uh this records like the conversation everything is it, it's really nice zach and wow. i had zach and i talked for like 45 50 minutes the other day just on i we i don't know we we're just like it was hilarious we we're just like chatting <laughs> on this and then i'm like well looks like it works so yeah <laughs> but well cool thanks for being on I appreciate your, I know it was last minute notice, so I appreciate you just jumping on and willing to chat. Yeah, super cool. Thanks for asking me. I didn't, I didn't expect that. (laughs) This this morning I looked at you like, are you sure you want me? (laughs) No, I think it was perfect. I was like, I, cause we were we're trying our best to kind of go like girl guy girl guy you know every other and then I was just like I literally I was sitting there I'm like I gotta I, I wonder who I could just quickly you know they like, jump on and be okay with me like last minute I was like oh her. so <laughs> for those who are listening this is Miranda Rice the one and only <laughs> the one and only the one and only because you coach I mean it's you coach like a variety of your afternoons mornings right so you do yeah. okay in the summers any any time in the summers that's right yeah so yeah no, i appreciate it. i think it's it's cool to to have you on and you're like i mean looking at you're like how would how would i say this like one of the most veteran coaches like you've been at yeah has, who, is there any other coaches right now that were like there before Matt and Bethany took over because I know you uh, were Travis Travis but Travis he... helped like roll out the mats oh really okay yeah wow Travis is just so old <laughs> 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 so and then you I mean because you've been coaching now for four or five years? Or yeah, right. Long? Five. I have to renew my L1. I'm going to get my L2 coming up here. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's just hope their test is not as hard as the first one. Oh, that was I'm absolutely... having some flashbacks. I, there is no doubt. Like, I think Matt. Matt and I obviously took the class and he's and he was like how do you think you did and I'm like I oh I failed <laughs> was like, was Matt that guy covering his answers because I really hope Bethany is the kind of person who's gonna be like oh no I showing mean, me her answers no Matt they Matt yeah yeah Matt was we, he he was sitting at like a couple couple seats away and I and I wouldn't yeah. be lying if I didn't try to glance at a few people like <laughs> Just like that look around the room. <laughs> I it was oh my gosh that that exam I remember it was so well, I think it was so stressful because uh, Matt obviously is like with you and you're like obviously like that just be it's such a terrible feeling period and then you have <laughs> Matt's like oh yeah you know I think I think I did okay and I'm like oh yeah I failed. 
gosh. You, you were luckier than me. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to email Dave Castro just to see if he'd throw me a bone. It's just, <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Hey, buddy, you remember hey. me? Yeah. Oh, that is weird. That's great. Because, yeah. So when do you take, when is that course for you? When do you do um, that? It's in March. Me and okay. Matthew are going to do, we're going to take the L2 course. So I'm super but that's, excited about that. That's Is that online or is that in person? No, it's going to be in person. I'm sure there are online options. Yeah. I wish for, I could do, I wish they could in person and then online for the exam. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I have another tab open. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'd have another four computers open just for my <laughs> Oh gosh. So with now you got back. So with kind of that being done, anything else? Because do you have any other like certs or anything? Or do you think just the L2 will be good for you? Because I know some people have like their Olympic lifting cert certification. Be, like Yeah, that would be cool to do. Um, I think right now with the price of these courses, I think one is enough. Yeah. I mean, they're expensive courses. It's not cheap. So, yeah, I think it's kind of cool though. I mean, for those again, who like, cause can you explain like through CrossFit for those who are listening, like they require coaches, which I think is kind of cool. Like at least, you know, I get like, you know, um, I don't know, Miranda, do you know, like if you were to go work at like a, uh, like a anytime fitness or I know there's some people. At, like, I don't know what kind of, what kind of certifications you need to have for that. But if you're working a class that is a CrossFit class and it's, um, then you're required to have, the coach has to have a CrossFit certification. Yeah. But yeah. if you're at like another gym that just do, does hit classes, I don't know if they really need to have a certain certification. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing that is, I think, cool. You know, when I was taking it with Matt, I know these trainers and these people, they really try to standardize and teach good technique. They try to teach education around these movements, full range of motion yeah. And I think that's why, I mean, you've probably heard it almost longer than I have. Like it, it gets annoying when people are like, <laughs> oh, you CrossFit. And it's yeah. like, oh gosh, you know, yeah, because... I do it with my mom <laughs> <laughs> and I've been doing it with my mom. So it's not that hard. Oh, yeah, that is very true. Actually. Uh, she probably hates that. I always use that. I always use She's, that phrase. Does she even listen? Does she listen to this podcast? Do you know? Or I mean, I know she has. You know like, what? She always has her headphones in. So I sure hope she's yeah, she's she, stumbled across it. Yeah, she should be. Poor Sarah's just getting totally blasted on a podcast <laughs> she has no clue of. And then it'll be like two years from now. She's like, you too. She'll be like, did you know Jacob has a podcast? <laughs> I think she said that to me the other day. I I don't know if she actually did, but I was like, yeah, mom, it's been going on for a while now. Yeah, yeah this is, I think, episode number, I think we're, this is number six or number seven, so it's pretty Lucky cool. number seven? I think so, and it's only, I think it'll be nice because it will be 
much easier to coordinate with this platform being able to kind of just record as far as just like I I love like in-person conversations but you know like you know it was hard enough I mean I said hey I'll call you at eight it's like <laughs> you know it's just the girl we had to put the girls down and yeah so I I hope it's it's fun and just being able to chat with people in in different places too so maybe maybe one day I'll get your mom on I'll get Sarah I'll get Sarah oh gosh you got to be careful she won't stop talking oh that's true yeah we'll have to we'll have to just edit out bleep out a bunch of stuff (laughs) oh oh, gosh so edit that one so with like obviously the coaching work do you feel like I know we've talked about this but like for you played to kind of bring it in like kind of bring the loop around is you played college basketball and you played all four years correct yeah was it was it one of those was that kind of why you got into CrossFit after was like wanting to kind of keep Um, competing or I actually got into CrossFit when I was in 10th grade oh wow yeah so my coach in high school would require us to do this acceleration program in like, what was it like Blaine or Shoreview area? And in that area too was a CrossFit gym. And my mom randomly started doing CrossFit and was like, we're going to get a bunch of people from your team to come and do like summer, a summer program with them. And it only ended up being me and one other girl because <laughs> who wants to do CrossFit? That's but- like... Then I started doing CrossFit in the off season and um, it really helped me become more of, I feel like a more coordinated person. Oh, for sure. But I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. If you think about, yeah, you- grade, that's like, I think, I think it's is like my 11th or 12th year just being around it. I mean, I was never like when I did it in 10th grade, I was, I had the mindset of, Oh, I have to go work out. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, like I'm going to go really slow on this run and like just jog <laughs> and talk to my friend. It'd be so, so do you have like any footage? No, I don't the, think they oh, even, God. I think the owners, it was white bear. I don't know what kind of phones they had back then, but I don't think they took any pictures of yeah, the, the Blackberry with like, yeah. the, you know, like the roller or ball. Yeah. All that was like, you were, you were definitely, I remember you were definitely you were definitely the cool kid. Like I'm like, dude, you, you got a BlackBerry? And I was like, oh man, I just had like the, I had the Nokia flip with like, I had the what sweet is- Nokia flip phone with like the actual antenna, you know? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that was the cool, that was the cool thing. But the, then my buddy got like the, um, the BlackBerry, and then I'll never forget the first iPhone. It was like apple because like you know they had like the they had like the um you know mp3 players yeah the ipods and all of a sudden my buddy's like dude check this out it's your touch screen oh my god and i'm like whoa (laughs) (laughs) think about that was like not even obviously yeah it it feels long it wasn't super long ago but you were still that's crazy so you you've been doing this for a hot minute now yep Yep. And so, I think so, like huh. so sorry. white bear, yeah, because you must have been with Jake then. Yep, I was. And you know what? I did 
a workout with Andrea one time. I was just gonna say you had to all yep. cross paths but that with was Andrea. Like, that was like when she was getting into like personal training with um one of the coaches or something like that. So like that was way like the beginning of her career. Yeah, I Andrea was at J. You know, so it's funny because like when we joined timberwolf andrea was like not really involved like she was still at white bear quite a bit it was kind of like a controversy because it was like oh andrea like you know she was at white bear so much and then it was like now she's kind of started to train down at timberwolf a little bit more but like Mm -hmm. she would show you had to show up like a certain percentage Mm -hmm. the gym so yeah you had to have you had to have been because because were you going to white bear even like you know you've been okay yep so i was i was going even during the school year and my mom would drive me and my friend down there drop us up on the way home and it's that was a far that was pretty that is a pretty that is a pretty far your mom moms are the best aren't they (laughs) who would have thought my mom got me into cross thanks for all those moms out there seriously though they're like superhumans i mean (laughs) they they give life to you and then they're just running you all around and yeah yeah so and so you did that and were you ever because like, was there ever the thought? I mean, obviously, you're competitive playing basketball. Did you were you pretty happy with just like, just like getting stronger and faster? Or did you ever be like, I want to go to the CrossFit um, Games? Like, did that it, ever? It depends what age you're talking. Like, okay. in the beginning, like 10th, 11th, 12th grade, I didn't even know CrossFit was a sport. High school or even <laughs> yeah, in college, I probably like true. freshman, sophomore, junior year. I don't even know if I thought I don't I don't think CrossFit was really a thing until I graduated college and my mom was going to the gym in Forest Lake or maybe it was like my senior year and then I started coaching and even my first year out of college I was still like (laughs) yeah this is how people work out cool like (laughs) coming here doing my thing this is so I can like go have some donuts and beers over yeah yeah literally (laughs) oh yeah that's so i mean but for you uh, are you because i think everybody has kind of that like you know especially if you get into it a little bit younger and even older i'm not trying to you know like for people who in certain age brackets you know but you were kind of in that era where it was just like, you know, I, you know, oh, I'm going to train for the games or try to go to the regionals. Did you ever do that? Did you ever do? Well, any... I mean, like once, once Bethany and Matt took over the gym, I think, I think that's when my competitive competitiveness kind of started like coming out because sure. I think um, seeing another like female workout like Bethany and like see that like oh she can like this is what I can do yeah that definitely sparked like um more of a drive to want to see like what what is possible for myself and having summers off like I can put in more effort and I can put in more time into the sport which yeah what actually like started 
becoming more of a passion once I graduated college um, yeah. and started like watching other people like people actually like do this as a sport I had no idea yeah but and then I'm sure and then from there yeah. like of course I feel like it's got to be something that happens to everyone like everyone who starts crossfit they're like this is so amazing I'm yeah. gonna go as hard as I can and like see what's possible for me and then I think for me like a couple years of doing that I kind of like have these ebbs and flows in my life and especially with my job like I just yeah. it's just not it's not something that I can sustain yeah. all year long for sure especially with like the stress but I mean it's something that for sure at one point I was like who wants to do another hero wad, Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, summer, summertime, I think, obviously, be you being a teacher, it's got to, like, summertime's fun because, obviously, you have a little bit more time. You can be coaching a little bit more, but then you can kind of up your volume, you know, just to have yeah kind of the recovery. I, and Yeah, and I have less stress in the summer, and I have yeah. more time, and it's, it's something that I like to do, too. Yeah. Um, just push myself um, is something that is something I've always, I guess, done. But in the CrossFit sense, like you can push yourself like too far, though. Yeah, it it is one of those things. It's just like you can never master it. Like you have to accept that because, yeah. you the know, I'm, part, I think yeah. is the part for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can. You can get so lost into, you know, because every, especially just like, you know, I, I again, I love that. Like comparison is the thief of joy and mm -hmm. you see it like, you know, oh my gosh. And I, and I could feel that too. When I was in the peak of my training, it was like, what was my, what were all, my other team members doing? Was I letting them down? What are my weaknesses? And yeah. then like you hit this incredible score, which I think is great. Like, but then you then you realize, oh, my gosh, like what these other people are capable of doing, too. It's just like, geez, you know, and so trying to not get too lost in like, you know, you, yeah, because then I feel like it, then it's just it's too overwhelming, you know, for sure. And yeah. I think like, yeah, that's for I think anybody it's it is I think it's cool. You know, I find definitely like there's a certain personality type that really loves CrossFit and <laughs> and so those are just like my people for sure I yeah. mean I found you know there's a lot of a lot of we have a lot of friends as you and other people like it's it's enjoy there's a uniqueness to somebody will be like literally willingly getting up at like five o'clock and putting themselves through a like five o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and then or after work and that dedication and hard work I think is cool to be around and see especially like yeah yeah it's changed my whole life for sure do you feel like I mean so for you now at your point like because what grade do you teach again Miranda fourth grade do you think, do you, do you think, cause like, do you, and I guess like for me, I know, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be, I know I think, but 
like, do you specialize in like fourth grade curriculum or is it like, yeah, I could shift to be an eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, like, or is it like, um, it, yeah. how does that work? My license, my, my license is K through six. So I could teach oh, okay. K through sixth grade. Oh, cool. I see. So they kind of have that, that range. Yep. And is it a different, so like from obviously six, like, and then it's like six to, or so then does it go to like a senior, like. Yeah, so I think like seventh through twelfth, or seventh through twelfth. Yeah, seventh through twelve license would be like a license with a with a focus in like math or reading or, um, I'm not sure what else like bi ed. I'm not too familiar with how the upper grades licensure looks, but okay. Are you and is it an extra? Is it more schooling or is it a different nope. test? Or you would just have to you just have to choose the path if that's what okay. if that's what you knew you wanted to do in college, then you'd have to say okay I'm gonna I'm gonna um you just take different classes. Yeah, okay. And right now you're you're also in a master's program, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I just started. Oh, bless your heart. I think you told me that, and I think my stomach turned upside down because <laughs> I literally think by divine intervention I got through mine. Yeah, it's I'm. It's only a year long, so it's an accelerated program. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully, people just keep telling me, just got to grind for this one year. You can do it. It really is, and obviously, like you're in a good, you're in a good position. Like on, it sounds kind of bad, but like right now, you're kind of in that. You know, you're in a great position of your life because I mean, kids and I mean, that doing it. There, I I don't know how I honestly had so much respect for the the parents that were coming back to a master's program and doing it I don't know how they did it I don't know how they would either I honestly don't like my one of my supervisors you know I had a schedule I remember like mine was crazy like um you know I was going to school I was working full-time this guy no joke had six children and the th- craziest part is like, I think three or four of them, no, he had seven children and like three or four of them were a family member who passed away and he literally just adopted them. And so, and not that long ago. So this guy has seven children, is going to school full time and he was freaking working overnights. And I'm like, how, where, what do you, how do you live? Like, how do you even, you know, and. I, he's just like, it was a year of hell, but we got through it and I slept like five hours, four or five hours a night. And I'm like, I, I have so much respect for you, Marty. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I seriously couldn't. He's like, I would literally, you know, I'd get done with school and then I'd go home, eat something for a little bit. And then I'd go, um, he would work like the graveyard shift at like sec- a security place. So he would just sit and do homework till you know three four in the morning go home sleep till i think he said he would sleep till like eight if Mm -hmm. that and then he would be back to school and i'm like wow seven children too and you're dealing with all of that it's got to take a toll oh my gosh so yeah I, i had so much respect for him and you're yeah i think you're right on it's just kind of just getting it and and it'll feel like you know it's one of those things you'll be like wow that it did go quickly even (laughs) though it's right now it stinks yeah i've already finished my first course starting oh nice yep 
and so I have I have two courses this next trimester. Okay, sweet. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, on top of the Galdang level two. <laughs> That's just a two day, two day course. So yeah, I do wish it would be more of like a. I wish they wouldn't do. I wish they would almost have like the instructor do like a not like a written almost just like an exam like they watched you like coach a, a class yeah just like they would be like oh great like it, we you know you did great in this era the only couple things i would recommend is this instead of doing another written exam mm-hmm. you know like i like f- again for those who are like the list i remember they were you know like oh a ghd it was a glute ham um dev- is it developer developer yeah Yeah. and so it was like the rhomboid and i'm like what the (laughs) what's the rhomboid like has to be at an extended 90 degree for a correct rep is that true or i'm like holy shit i'm i'm i don't know if you and then they would show pictures of like somebody doing like a ghd sit-up or a back extension and i'm like and say like not the fault yes yeah i'm like oh gosh so but we'll see how this next one goes yeah and and so with like school work and then for you right now training is that just kind of just trying to just kind of maintain go and enjoy are you yeah i'm i think i'm learning i'm trying to learn anyways how to make my hour in the gym like how to maximize my one hour I have a day in the gym because I mean before I was like okay I'm gonna go to the gym uh before work and then I'm gonna go coach after work and then I'm gonna stay after and do like some extra stuff and I had like all this energy and this motivation to do it and now I'm kind of backing off a little just to kind of stay in it for the long haul I think I think hitting it that hard all the time can can be okay if you have that kind of um if you have that kind of mental capacity to yeah much but with my schedule and just the spot the spot i'm in in my life right now i think just going for my one hour a day is all i need to be honest yeah yeah i don't know i mean that takes a very dedicated disciplined person to stay again like staying at like a regional or a games level because even you probably like know like even the obviously yeah you're a games athlete it's like whoa but really the people that are i mean there's some incredibly fit individuals but if you're not top you know five you're really not making that much money you know like yeah i mean i yeah you you could you could have like a good social media platform and stuff like that. But, you know, as far as just, I'm amazed by how many of these people, like, like a Cole Sager who is, he's always been pretty good, but he's never been like podium. You know what I mean? Like, how do you keep doing this year in and year out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a, I think he's a CrossFit coach, so I or he owns oh. an affiliate. Okay. I think that's how you can get away. And and that's with like, you know, I just am so amazed by those people who can just again, like, 
you know, obviously Noah Olsen, not to put that poor guy on blast, but he's, <laughs> you know, he, but he, you know, he obviously gets now pretty decent sponsorship clearly, but like forever, the guy was like, you know, top, top 10 for a while, six, seven. I'm like, wow. And they're just right back full time training. He's the spirit of the games, Jacob. Oh yeah, my Noah. Yeah, you guys are doing great. Well, okay, no, like, haven't you learned after like twenty years of CrossFit, Noah, not to go hot out the gate like you do every single freaking workout? It's just like, oh my gosh, they should just coin like, don't go Noah Rod or Noah Olson. Like every time, just like you're looking at the guy, like, yep, there he goes. Wheels are falling off. He paced it incorrectly. Gosh, that's what Travis always just funny. Travis like, oh, I'm going full no Olsen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh. He said, did you do the toes to bar? Did you do the toes yeah. to bar the other day? I did, um, yeah. How many unbroken did you get? Um, I think I I was or just, did you... I, I didn't go for unbroken, but I think I got to like 22 or something. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I was laughing because Travis said he got like. 30 something like 30 mm-hmm. and then he's like yeah I got like 33 in the first 40 seconds and yep. then I got like another 30 in like over two minutes and I was like yeah that's a that's a no Olsen right there you just pulled yeah but and I mean do you think with like is there any in the future for Miss Miranda Rice to do any like potentially like or how would I say it? like competitions uh, like yeah or like a bigger level do you think you oh. really want to hunker down and try to really train for that or do you feel like not I like think, I think I'm gonna get married soon and have kids and just keep trying to maximize my hour in the gym I don't know who are you getting married to <laughs> that's a secret <laughs> oh that yeah that will be that will be awesome yeah I think that's where it's like yeah eventually you know you kind of hit a fork in the road and and just like you said enjoying it maintaining I mean do you have anything like anything that you feel like okay I I would really like to do this like at least one time at like a, a a certain workout or an event or a lift or are you pretty happy with everything you've hit so like um I honestly don't have any goals for CrossFit right now I know that sounds like it's not really what we want to hear maybe on this podcast but oh no I I um I feel like I pushed it I gave it my best shot yeah and now i'm just here to continue to ride the roller coaster to be honest and like yeah in the way life ebbs and flows like if i have more energy or if i have more time then i'll i'll commit some more energy and some more time because i mean i i do love the grind yeah my something that i get up every day for but yeah No, and I think that's good. I don't, you know, I think I'm in a very similar, I think everybody obviously has their different reasons to, to go to the gym. And, you know, I think it's cool to, especially for you, like, you're like, yeah, I, I, you've again, been doing this for quite actually, you know, a while and just being pretty happy that obviously it helped you with your college 
basketball career keep it kept you obviously fit and fairly safe you know because you you fortunately didn't sustain any major like no any okay (laughs) besides my sprained ankles yeah I didn't. yeah that's right you got some pretty jacked up ankles (laughs) yeah you'll see that tomorrow morning oh really did you tweak your ankle again oh i just have some really poor mobility oh that's right for the overhead stuff yeah and did you feel like so with the workouts and you were saying like kind of like the do you prefer like if you were to pick do you prefer like a sprint full out workout do you prefer like a lot like those kind of just long grind just keep going at it kind of workouts um i think what do you I think it depends on the movements because like if you're talking Murph, I will not choose that workout ever. <laughs> That's right. Cause it's a pushups that just, you can't, it's just, or the, what the, the pushups I'm terrible at Okay. the, the pull-ups I'm terrible. at. <laughs> um, and I guess the air spots were the best part. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. The running you're not, you're, I mean, you're For running. Sure. You're running got a lot better. Yeah, I worked really hard on it. And it's yeah. something that I've never really been good at, but um I worked really hard on it this summer. So Yeah. I'm I thought I was gonna see Matt cry when you beat everybody like from Zach <laughs> to everybody uh, oh. in a, in a work. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was like a proud he's like a proud <laughs> dad. I just can't <laughs> believe this happened. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was that was that was awesome because it is true. It's hard work pays off. You know, I know it's a cliche, but that's kind of a fun thing to kind of work towards. And yeah, I mean, so you, you, you don't need to hit like any big numbers for like a snatch or a clean and jerk. You're pretty happy with all of that. I mean, I think I don't really have any numbers. I I just have like ideas as to like, if I maintain like where I'm at right now and just keep working on um, what we're doing in class. Like I'm just going to slowly over time, get better that way. Yeah. Um, and, and that just takes so much pressure off myself of being like, okay, in order to hit this, I need to be doing this back squat cycle these days of the week. And then all of a sudden meetings come up and, and I have to, I don't know, I have to do certain things and it just, it kind of gets stressful when you're trying to manage a tight schedule. Do you think that pressure, like, do you feel like that pressure to kind of perform a certain way or, you know, it seems like everybody kind of feels that a little bit, but do you feel like, do you, I mean, and I guess like looking at, you know, let's focus, like, do you feel like that pressure comes a little bit more being a female and having, do you feel like you, have to look a certain way perform a certain way to kind of prove yourself or like kind of prove like hey I, we're just as like you know this is like do you feel like that's something that creeps there or you deal with um, or I think the pressure to perform or look a certain way is definitely like there but I mean I don't I a lot of it's like social media and what like yeah social media has done to like people's ideas of or their perception of what they need to be or even for me like what I need to look like or be like but um 
I think for myself too, being like so competitive, I need to, I've been really working on like pulling the reins back. Yeah. Um, but before, yeah, I, I constantly want to beat Bethany or beat Matt in a workout, but I mean, sometimes like throughout this year, I've been working towards like staying in my own lane, I guess. And yeah. it's so hard to do when like you're working out with your friends, like Bethany said, we're, we're really great friends. And we like to compete with each other. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I'm out here doing the best I can do with the circumstances that I'm dealing with every day. Yeah. And it's, I just need to keep reminding myself that. Um, just, so. like, focus on you. Like, what? Yeah. And I think that's where a, I think a lot of people get lost sometimes in CrossFit. And I think even just being a coach, and you can probably relate to this, is like, oh, I can't, you know, look at what they can do or look at, oh my gosh, you guys, it's just like you've, the progression you've made is what you need to focus on, right? I mean, I think, again, you just get so lost in what other people are doing or what they have. Mm -hmm. or And I think we've become, like a very comparison society, you know, and like with like social, like, yeah, with social media. I just, I need to delete Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Every day I, I think about it. Yeah, I, I think, I think there's some good, uh, you know, I know you're a huge fan of like, cause you're pretty, it's like, what makes you, why do you like, I was actually going to ask you, I was, I was like, why do you like Daniel Brandon so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. She's just got like a very, I don't give a yeah just, attitude. Yeah. We put we put verbal warnings, Miranda. So if you, yeah, for yeah. we can, yeah. I, I I still need to watch my language. Who knows? That's true. Name? Sarah would not be pleased. <laughs> yeah, she's got like that attitude that I remember I used to have. I feel like, um, and it just like it's it's kind of something that I wish I could emulate a little bit because it would just make me a little more carefree. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I mean, it's interesting. I wonder if it's also like a facade she puts on because I feel like, yeah. For sure. I mean, mean, talks about like childhood trauma. Okay. Things that she's... Oh, she does. Okay. I've never, I didn't, I've never really listened. I don't know if she, clearly she's been interviewed quite a bit or been on podcasts. Okay. Yeah, but it sure is like, and I'm sure like even when I was younger, when I was acting like that, it was probably like a defense mechanism. But sometimes it it helps. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I think I I was in during my conversation (laughs) when I was chatting with Kelsey. I think it's again there's that balance between just like, and I don't know if she has been open about getting like support or going to see like a mental health therapist or talk, you know, getting, because you, I, again, I think you, if you just completely immerse yourself and you, you can again, get lost on other things that need to be kind of addressed, you know? And it's interesting because she's like totally the Camille LeBlanc of my era, right? Like, I don't know who it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you don't? Camille LeBlanc was like, she was like, she actually won the CrossFit Games the year I went. Oh, okay. And so I, it was, she was like, she was, you know, um, like she was pretty good. Like there's, she's not, she was very good. Like, but she was like kind of a head case. And um, she was like the year or two before was doing really well. And then just had a couple workouts where she completely imploded and like lost opportunities on the podium. But like, it was, it felt like a, you know, she was pretty, she was, she had a big following and it was like this CrossFit kind of needed her. And she, I remember, I literally remember watching her at the final and her overhead squats where I was standing, I was standing on like the upper deck, you know, like the, they actually is super cool. Cause that, that last event, Frazier, Froning, Rope Climb, all that, like they had to actually bring in extra bleachers to the stadium right. because it was so sold out for this, these of watching them, um, so everybody's, you know, watching and Camille, like every single one of her overhead squats was like a no rep and like the crowd was losing their mind. And this judge was just oh. giving it was like literally just giving her every rep. Good, good, good. She shouldn't have really she shouldn't have won the, the wow. cross. But yeah, it's a really it was like it was so interesting. I'm like, oh, I see Dave must have gave her the nod to, to win. <laughs> But that's, you know, she was, again, she was athletic. She was pretty. And I think Danielle Brandon is, like, very much yeah, kind of, like, she's tattooed. She's got the, she's, like, hitting that perfect what CrossFit needs right now. Like, I think, and she's not, like, seems like she's fairly, um, like, I, I don't know, like, fairly body positive, I would, like, think. Because, mm -hmm. obviously, she's not, she's a she looks and i i don't know how to say this obviously like she's not very um she's not small like just not a small person she's yeah. pretty like she's a bigger like, person compared to like tia Chumi, she has a very yeah. different type and i think she she even mentions that sometimes too like that she even struggles with like eating disorders and um and body positivity type of stuff um, sure but that just goes to show that it's something that probably everybody struggles with. Oh, I, I don't. And I, again, I don't mean to go, I don't know. And again, I don't take offense to it at all. If you didn't listen to my podcast, but I was talking about how it is. You have to just be, again, very careful with, you know, looking at a lot of these professional athletes and they're weighing their food and they're checking their food and they're almost neurotic about it. But because, I can see in their minds, they're like, if I'm not performing correctly, I could lose my mortgage. I could lose my sponsors, you know? And then though, I think it's great to know what you're putting in your body. I think it's, you know, I, again, you probably know this just as well as I, it's like, you have to be careful with that. You know what I mean? Because then are you going to be that person that's like, bringing a bag of food to like a hangout or, or you know what I mean and then it just it kind of takes away the I think the work like that balance in life you know yep and it's also just like okay I, I understand like I respect and get that some people maybe want to work towards a goal but then does it where, where's the cutoff before it before it comes like an obsession yep 
Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like, obviously as comfortable as you feel like, do you feel like you've had, you have a good balance now with like, obviously like relationship with just like self-esteem, like food. food, all of that, like, or like for those listening, um, how have you kind of, would you say that's been in it? You, you kind of briefly mentioned like that has been a little bit of an issue in the past kind of, that's why you relate to Daniel Brandon, but like. um, So I think for myself, it's goes along with like my life in general with like the ebbs and flows. Yeah. In college, gosh, I probably was at my lowest low and then coming out of college, trying to just like refine myself and figure okay. out how to become like the person that I wanted to be because looking in the mirror, like it just was not, and not even like looking in the mirror, like at myself, but just like thinking of who I was as a person and like how my actions align with myself, like that all played a big part in my perspective of who I was and my confidence. Um, But then I think like within CrossFit itself, like it really helped me, figure out what I was passionate about and help me kind of like it was kind of like a like a guiding light mm, yeah it, it introduced me to like people who could help show me like what I who I want to become and and I think it's so cool with CrossFit because you have so many different people in this gym from so many different backgrounds and all of these people at our gym, I'm 100% sure were put into my life for a reason. And I'm, I'm at this gym for a reason. And yeah, it's just helped, helped me become a lot more confident with myself. And I mean, I still struggle like anybody else with perspective and how I view myself. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that is due to social media. And I mean, I look at kids my sister's age and it's even worse for them what they have to do with social media. So um I think it's just a huge learning process throughout these years of like who do I want to be? What choices am I making that is going to help me feel the best about myself because in college I was not making choices that helped me feel good. Like, you know how alcohol is a depressant, like yeah, you yeah. wake up Sunday morning feeling oh, yeah. so depressed about maybe not the choices you made, but just depressed in general about, yeah. I don't know. Well, and that's, I mean, acute, I mean, what's unique is like a lot of people think, Oh, I'm in like, Oh my gosh, I'm hung over while well, feeling hung over. You're actually going through withdrawals. That's why you feel hung over. Like, and so your body's kicking out a neurotoxin through your liver and your brainstem and your central nervous. Everything's trying to get rid of this toxin in your body. Mm-hmm. And people will either feel very depressed, very anxious. And, you know, that's, yeah, I, I think. And even to this day, you know, it's it's amazing to me. <clears throat> the depths of people will still go to kind of run from some of their issues and not address them and, you know, utilize whether it is compulsive behaviors uh, or substances to just keep staying away from what they need to face, you know, and 
it, I know it sounds like you've met like kind of facing that head on has been the most helpful thing for you in your life instead of like trying to avoid it. Yeah. And I mean, I am still making mistakes and trying to learn and I'm only 26. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, you, you learn to flip your thumbs on doing pull-ups or oh sometimes i still see you flipping your thumbs over and doing that trip and i'm going miranda jacob look tis tis yeah for again i was i i wasn't i thought again another matt called me he's like dude oh man miranda fell off the rig i'm like oh my gosh and i'm thinking like oh you no it's like yeah i think because was he in the i think he was in the class or who was in the class when you it was joe coaching brandon was in the class i think a couple other people were in the class i couldn't recall oh yeah you probably concussed yourself oh for sure i mean my vision was like static oof did you again so you went to go do was it a chest bar or bar muscle it was it was chest bar and you're you can't you fell out like you literally you're um my grips my grips broke yep and i just ended up letting go of the bar and did a almost a backwards somersault on my oh neck oh my gosh yeah oh that's like that um uh if people your, does that mean any of your drop no well my dry just ripped the rings right out of the ceiling and landed on my i yeah i went to go do a ring muscle up and the the rings came out of the ceiling and i was i had my i had my hands correct i had my my <laughs> I had my, I wasn't doing, I've never done, I've just never done that type of a grip where my, you know, the, the suicide or no, I've never, um, liked that feeling of not having that kind of full grip strength and the, the feeling of like, if I am coming off, I can let go, you know, or it kind of indicates is like when that thumb starts to let loose, your, your grip is going, you know, um, yeah, I just, it's, and, and then I just thought, like, somebody told me, like, why, why do you do it? Why do you do it like that? Like, do you know, do you hold a barbell like that? Do you, do you rope climb like that? You know, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And they're like, you know, train your grip strength and your, your technique to other things that you're going to transition yeah. that to, you know? And so, yeah, that was... And it took you a while. I remember, I remember being like, Miranda, like you can do that. Like how, I mean, it took you months to get back to like being comfortable. Well, I think like last summer or last year I was getting really lightheaded and I couldn't figure it out. I went and got my heart checked out and the doctor. Oh, that's right. And a couple thousand dollars later that I was like, okay, so my heart's good. My chiropractor is like, oh, yeah, it's this uh, C4 in your neck. Let me just fix it real quick. And I've been just getting it adjusted ever since. And my dizziness is gone. Oh, that's amazing. So you literally shifted your your neck step. Like when you hit that ground, you probably I had like whiplash really bad. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's scary. Well, that's kind of good to know, though. I think it's like at least times it is it's it's i mean obviously doing your due diligence and and making sure that it is not something arrhythmic or heart or because you have you do you guys have heart issues in your family like is it a no that's why it was really weird that i was all of a sudden getting super busy during workouts 
And it was like all last year, all this summer kind of. Yeah, that's that's freaky. Took a while too to figure out too and it's kind of frustrating. But do you feel like now obviously I mean, was that obviously that's just kind of your personality like a pretty cool like I obviously have you know injured or fell off or tweet but like kind of getting back into it and just being like no I, I got to get back to this like I know it took well, you a while but it was pretty cool I, to I, see I, I, Bethany's like you have five days Miranda <laughs> work out for five days I'm like can I like bike or something yeah it's just hard not to be in that atmosphere in that time too like I was kind of hitting like a, a good stride and then all of a sudden of course yeah like smack. always <laughs> I think sometimes though as I think I was saying like I've talked to before is like though injuries or tweaked or different I think that's listening to those and I think it's a good it's a good time to really step back and assess like oh one, okay um, yeah I mean anything in your life when you have something like that come up it's we always call it a a sign yeah is that like is that kind of I know you're it's interesting I never really talked too much because you are like I guess you're Native American correct like you're you're and then what tribe again are you from Ojibwe Ojibwe and is that a pretty I know um is that a pretty big spiritual thing is like really paying attention. And I guess I don't know how much, you know, you, if you, and I, I'm sorry to be, I don't mean to sound ignorant, but like, oh. is there a certain, but like, I, how would you say? Cause obviously there's like Lutheran Catholic, like yeah. Christian. So like I, there... compare it, I do compare it a lot to religion. Like a lot of okay. people have their church on Sundays and I compare yeah. like people's religion and their church on Sundays to like, powwows for native americans um okay. because it is a really spiritual time um to connect with the earth and with your relatives and with the living beings in the world so um it's yeah you take it they take it and i i've actually never been to a powwow and have they i mean oh. obviously can is it a public or do they really try yep. to keep it oh, okay no it is public connor came to Connor came to one this summer. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And I think that's where it's like kind of, I know sometimes one of the, I've worked with Native Americans, um, you know, and some people like, yeah, we're, you know, let's have a powwow. And they've said, you know, can you please not call it that? Mm -hmm. Like, that's, you know, just, I know some people, you know, it's. Some people think it's a little insensitive. um, Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, there's a lot of things that people say that could be considered insensitive but I guess just like depending on how you say it if you're saying it in a condescending way then yeah yeah, don't don't say that do you feel like with obviously you're the Native American like the the heritage and all of that I mean is that something that you would ever get more as far as like teaching have you ever thought Mm -hmm. about getting more in like doing yeah what are your thoughts with that um I think there's a lot that I need to learn but also there's a lot that I have to teach for sure um and whenever people have questions I'm 
always open to a- to answer questions. I I grew up around around the Ojibwe culture and um it, we celebrate it in our family and um I do I do have a lot to teach. I think the district that I'm working in right now is really looking for a Native American liaison for oh. American students and it's something that my aunt was like you need to do it like that would be so cool but I just I think right now I'm just I have so much on my plate that that would just overflow it yeah for sure I wouldn't I wouldn't appreciate it like I like I should and are the is the Ojibwe are they a have they been in Minnesota for a very long time or did they come from a certain region so I mean thousands of years ago they came across the or i think they were over by the northeast part of the algonquin um the roots of like the algonquin tribe and then i mean this was thousands of years ago so they're deeply rooted in like wisconsin and in minnesota and that's where all of our reservations are so the reservations wisconsin are all ojibwe the reservations in minnesota are either like ojibwe um some Sioux tribes we got some um Ojibwe Sioux trying to think about what other tribes or what other reservations there are in Minnesota is it still Miranda how obviously with the horrific shit that happened I mean and I is it is it still talked about like do you like really I mean do you have would they be called would they would they be called like leaders tribe leader are they still very informed fighting for i mean again i just yep. it's mind-boggling yep. that what we did it's it's i, I mean i know it's you it, could look at it yeah there's a lot of stuff going on on the reservations that um that we don't really understand because um it's it's so Ugh, how do I put it? Like, it's a completely sovereign nation. Yeah, they're a part of. They're they're totally separate from us in in our world, kind of. At it's it's almost like a I don't want to call it a third world country, but some of them are so poor. Yeah, that it really is comparable to a third world country. And then there's others who have giant casinos on them and yeah, they're, they're very wealthy. Yeah. They're making dollars. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And that's something I always think it's so like, I, I think it's so sad, like to see, you know, that's one culture and nation. I mean, I think I have, I, I, I know I, I do have some, native mm-hmm. native i mean i don't want to obviously be you know ignorant or naive and say oh yeah but i i know i have some if you were to see the history of my family they're um they're very you can see it we're we're from we're french canadian and like pictures of my uncles or great grandpas you're like that's a native they look so <laughs> native you know you're like but what was really sad is like back not that long ago was they it was only it was very shameful to like yeah. be Nate, and they would change their last names. They wouldn't actually take ownership of their lineage, and it's it just disappeared. Yep, and colonization. 
Yeah, it's just, it's super sad. And it's like, I know some, I mean, just incredible warriors, incredible athletes. And like, you just don't, it's just now, uh, it, it would have been an amazing, obviously, I think culture to kind of collaborate and work with instead of honestly freaking genocide. It's a very sad thing. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, and obviously with you guys and and kind of would you having kid like you know obviously having kids and with with powwows like if you wanted to be again i just like if you wanted to be a christian or you wanted to practice would that kind of be frowned upon like they're like no i we want you to still no or how how does that work my my aunt's family is very catholic okay and I think the way that the church kind of infiltrated the Native American, the Native American's life, a lot of them have converted okay. to um, a certain religion. And a lot of them have just kind of left the Native American culture. And, mm. um, and that's just because they wanted to conform and they wanted to do what they thought was or what they were being told was best. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not sure, like, for my kids, what I, I'm just hoping for some guidance from my ancestors. Yeah. I, I mean, would you keep them pretty steep still in the Ojibwe, like, wait, like, what goes on and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Okay, that's cool. I think that would be. Yeah. That would be. I think that's what my, my dad would like to see. Um, yeah. I think and it's probably he would yeah. like to participate in. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super cool. I think it's a super cool. I mean, again, it's just like, these are again, native to America, like the, you know, and just the history and the Ojibwe, they, like, were they known for anything? Were they, cause I know like, weren't like the Apache just like. Yeah. Apache by... were very ruthless. Yes. Um, They were civil with the dakota oh yeah that was the other tribe in minnesota the dakota okay they were very civil with the dakota until um colonization started happening i think um there were some things that started going down between like trading and okay some stuff happened there but the the ojibwe are um they're ricers um, okay. They farm the land, and I, I, I'm not sure like what I would say they're known for. Um, well, yeah, and it sounds so bad, but you literally hear all like Malax band of Ojibwe. Yeah. Yep. And it's, but obviously, is that a very is that a different entity of that? It's oh, just like they're still considered Ojibwe. Okay. Um, that would just be another reservation. Okay. So that's when the government put all of like they allotted land towards to native americans and said here's here's your land here's your land here's your oh wait this is actually a national forest this is now our land you get three percent of this now oh my gosh yeah and that and that's like actually what happened to um red lake up north oh yeah so super interesting it is and it's it's you know i've from 
what I've been educated on and what I've served, if I've, I've worked with, it's just, it's, you know, the, the amount of just substance use and individuals dying by suicide is just catastrophic. Like it is like, literally I was talking years ago, I worked with an individual and out of the 30 people, they graduate a lift they're um out of 30 and this was not that long ago and they were not that old they were they were in their 20s um there was only three left of them and and that what was even what was even great he 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 was i was being informed that every time one of them passed away your paycheck got bigger and then when one of them a baby like was born your paycheck decreased Mm-hmm. And he's like, talk about an effed up thing like, oh, hey, you get more money now because literally your friend just, uh, you know, either pretty much from what I and we were actually in helped them kind of through like while they were working with me, um, a friend of theirs took their life, died by suicide. And wow. it was like, yeah. And you, and you know how he knew is because when he went to check his bank statement, it went up. Wow. And that was how he got flight. Like he knew something happened. And I just, it's just like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I'm sorry if I don't mean to bring up stuff, but it's, it's like, you know, I know it's for sure. Yeah. Something that like a lot of people don't know because, you know, it's not really talked about in school and. Yeah. All the fucked up shit we did to, I mean, not we, I know I don't want to be like Mr. White, but. (laughs) <laughs> it is. It's really sad that we, we you know, in the like seven. I think yeah. yes, the craziest part. It is. And it's one of the saddest things that like if you look at the educate of like Germany and what like hit like what they did to, you know, the the Jews and everything. And it's that years they have they have all these museums and all this information. And then I'm going uh is it just me or is it like are we missing like the trail of tears here you know what i mean yeah (laughs) which most people don't know about the trail of tears or yeah the crazy the crazy stuff (laughs) literally no but like literally millions of hundreds of millions of native americans like rounded up put in again you might know that from what i've heard and read it's like literally rounded up put in pens put in like huts like literally cages and they were pretty much I think they're they just forced to walk they were forced to walk but then they were literally given diseases from and they just they wiped them out one after like after another and after another I mean and then again like you what we did to the or, or again I just should say what I should stop saying we what back in the day you know is um is what people did to the bison population is just so sad like talk about you know just what a what a horrible like to literally shoot an animal to cut its tongue out and then that's what you sold it for it's messed up oh yeah i just and again like you said it's not talked about people aren't talking about it it's hush hush yeah so do you with like kind of the the um with just like the the lineage and hair do are there i mean i know jim thorpe was a very influential native american but are are there as far as like athletes or any big native american that's what i'm always so shocked about like how they're because they i mean i think there's a couple that made it to like the college level 
Okay. Um, but oh, oh, Kyrie Irving. He's native. Oh, really? He taught on his Instagram. He posts about it all the time. Like he'll post a lot of spiritual stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. My sister loves him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think again, it's just, it's, I'm so shocked that there's not more, whether it's just like in the NFL or just like the incredible, again, the, when you read about this, the, the gene pool and how incredibly strong athletic their endurance, it was like, man, what they, you know, how they kind of fought and, and battled. It, mm-hmm. it was amazing. It's just it's sad that that was nearly wiped out. So, yeah, geez. Well, on that note, do you, uh, <laughs> do you think like, as far as, uh, you know, for you and the, uh, future, I mean, I wanted a quick touch upon, I know we're, we're, we can, we can kind of start wrapping things up, but I wanted to talk. I know you're a teacher mm-hmm. and I mean, one thing I haven't really talked to are people, how just the pandemic, one thing I witnessed and saw you go through was just like, how was that one of the toughest things you've ever had to do in your life? Do you think like, yeah, I think that's why I'm kind of at this spot in my life of like having to to like slow things down. And I think I just, a couple years of being overly stressed out has caught up to me. And that's, a big part of why like I'm not able to compete with others at the gym at the caliber that I would like to. Yeah. Um it was it was a tough couple years and I think the first year like it was like, oh cool, like we're just gonna teach online and all of a sudden we're back in school and then we're not in school and okay, you have to prep for your kids who get sick every other day and it was a lot of stress for teachers and I I think like trying to figure out it was just there's so much unknown that we had to kind of deal with um it was it was tough yeah I had a tremendous obviously seeing it in a different realm being a different type of a frontline worker yeah, but you're navigating, and again, my heart just goes out to the, you know, everything that got shifted from teacher, like, but also just like social connections. You mm-hmm. know, I, I just I could never imagine. You know, could you imagine like your senior year for basketball, like you're training, 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 and all of a sudden it's like, by the way, there's no more season. It's done. It's crazy. What do what do you think you would have you know, well, you don't need to tell me, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> but like I I mean, I told my my I remember calling my buddy and just being like, I was, you know, with football, it was such a huge part of my life, or even like swimming and, t- and just to be like, Yep, by the way, all of these sports are done. We're not doing these anymore for your senior year. I would have been like, whatever, screw it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't and it's yeah and you had to deal with all of that though like uh, not to like obviously the seniors or june but like i would like fourth graders third like huge developmental mice milestones these kids are hitting and they're dealing with all of this stuff yeah there there happened to be a, an increase in mental illness or anxiety and yeah that that a lot of teachers are not equipped to deal with 
we yeah. didn't we, we didn't go to school and learn how to de-escalate kids and what to do when so and so is having a panic attack and and you got x amount of girls in your class who have phones and are on social media and now are all anxious and have terrible anxiety like yeah it's just the learning curve is intense water or ice can work really well with the panic attacks so that's one of the if only i would have known that (laughs) (laughs) yeah do they uh... Do you think they'd let me let me use that? Hey, you know what? If if the shit's hitting the fan, sometimes just getting a bag of ice and putting it on mm-hmm. somebody's like, it's you know it's interesting because there's a couple things is you can put like for people who have a really severe crippling anxiety and um one of the tricks we've learned is like an intervention is like you literally just put like a couple small like you you can put ice in your palms because palms mm. are very grounding right and so you can just put like, not like a huge chunk of ice. So you're going to obviously be smart about it, you know, but um, like small little ice cubes and you can watch, like if you envision the ice being your anxiety kind of melting away. Okay. Um, and it's a unique thing because it's, it's cold, like you're focusing on it, you know, yeah. um, if it gets really bad, just fill up a bag of ice and stick it on their forehead. Yeah. Um, and that, that induces the dive response. And so you take those, you take those big breaths, you know, you're like, you have to kind of refocus. Yeah. It's like the same. I'm sure when you get into your mom's like million dollar cold tub. (laughs) Yeah. That will, that will lock you in real quick. You're not really worried about anything else except that water you're in. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's one of actually, I mean that if, again, if people are less like, you're struggling with anxiety. It sounds goofy, but like get cold and it, like what, like the, the cold water therapy is, I, I got to watch a documentary. I guess there's a documentary on Netflix, but I've watched Wim Hof, you know, I've mentioned um, his and breathing. Do, and, like the cold showers too. Yep. Yep. I'm doing, I got, I got a little, I'm, I love it now. It's like a little cold plot. I got a little, little cold plunge now, a little makeshift one. So of your of your oldest getting in and out of that oh yeah you suck yeah margo she's so she's like we filled in that water's cold and she just like got right in and she's like okay i'm good (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it is amazing it is i and it is you know he wim hof is definitely onto something man when it Mm -hmm. comes to just stress and anxiety and and doing those kind of cold showers or submersions or you know a plunge or something yeah we're gonna have to figure out i think society in general is gonna have to jump on something like that soon because it seems like the amount of kids with anxiety has increased so much even when i started well, and I, and I think you've probably seen this, we've talked about is like, you know, I love to say like through my studies and, and different approaches is um, avoidance is the root cause of pretty much all people's issues in their lives. And when you can learn to lean into discomfort, when you can learn to do something as it sounds simple, but difficult, take a cold shower or a plunge for you know, 30 seconds, a minute, maybe two minutes, but it gives you this sense of like, Hey, I can do this. Cause like, I love this. Like anxiety is just fear greater than the fact, you mm-hmm. know? 
And when you're not fact checking things and your thoughts are kind of running rampant, um, and again, you don't have people at least kind of challenging you or keeping you accountable, talking through things, that anxiety can just be crippling and it dictates everything in your life from the way you parent to the, what you, how you eat, how you don't eat. Maybe you overeat, you undereat. you know what I mean? Like you don't sleep well, you're, you know, so you're right on. It'll be interesting to see how, I mean, I'll be dealing with this uh, for the rest of my career for sure. <laughs> You will too. You're going to be seeing this for the rest of your career. The, and the earlier kids keep getting phones, the, the worse. Oh man. I, I, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. That's just going to be more motivation for Kelsey and I to try our best to keep. When did, how old were you when you got your first phone? I was in sixth grade, so it's pretty young. Oh, Sarah. But, I'm surprised but, she didn't read. Yeah. The difference between phones now and yeah, phones that's true. coming out, like a flip phone that you would like, press four <laughs> yeah three, nine the, the h and then you go and press the one yeah. you know what i mean like that and giving a, a kid a phone with a screen where they have access oh to it's so much so much and so much just junk so mm -hmm. much just they're not gonna watch what kid is gonna type in oh i want to listen to Brene brown oh <laughs> i wonder what like you know, all the, I wonder what there's positive. Yeah. Maybe like, I, I don't, I can barely get adults to do that. It's <laughs> like everybody it is. It's, it's, it's one of the saddest things. And again, I think social media is one of the most unhealthy, corrosive, unnecessary things out there. I don't think it's, I get if you're maybe trying to run a business and network with people, mm -hmm. but I think it is such a, um, mis misleading, uh, you know, platform on yeah. what's really going on. The perspective it gives people is totally because you can you can control everything, right? Like you can control everything that's going out. You can make you can make your own narrative. You can do all of it. And then in reality, like where I think people really get connected is even conversations like this are realizing, wow, Miranda, Miranda also struggles with maybe self esteem, or I didn't know she was Native American. I I've mm -hmm. You know, or, you know, if, you know, hearing like people struggle with mental health issues or, or learning how to, you're not really seeing that a ton on social media. I think you can, but I agree with you. It's, it's hard to, though. like, who wants to put out this, like, idea that you're weak or that you're, you know what I mean? perceived as weak yeah because yeah. you're being vulnerable yeah and especially like if you I, and like for me it like goes back to like the the people I surrounded myself with in certain times of my life yeah. like college or like I don't want I sometimes I just want to make a new Instagram and only <laughs> only let certain people <laughs> my, yeah I need a Phoebe the cheeky Instagram <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't have, I haven't had Facebook for over 10 years and it's, but I just, I love it. It's amazing. And, um, I just, I, people know me, you know, me. I, if I'm going to, I call you, I like to call, you know what I mean? Like people are just, I don't know. I feel like there's just such, such sometimes a loss of human connection through just hearing somebody's voice and chatting with them.
yeah, Kelsey's getting me more used to uh, talking over the phone. <laughs> well, I'm not much of a phone, a, a talking on the phone type of person, but <laughs> yeah, coming more more of a talker now that tells me so much (laughs) well that's good so you've heard it from not only a therapist but also a teacher is try to hold off on uh getting you know this technology and your and also reducing technology as much as you can for just mental health and sanity and like i'm sure there's a huge connect like child development and everything how it impedes it and impacts it the amount of boys with some kind of ADHD, ADD diagnosis. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sure there's studies out there. Too bad we don't have Joe Rogan's Jamie right now looking things up for us. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but I, it's, I mean, they're they're sitting in front of a video game, and it's yep. every ten seconds. There's something exploding, and yeah. And then in the classroom, that's what they're, that's what they need. Yeah. And, and they're getting less physical. They're doing less things outside. They're, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, we're heading for an iceberg. Mm-hmm. We've hit the iceberg. I mean, it's not, it's not good, you know? So yeah. Cause I'm sure like, again, I, I was, we kind of come from that same era. I was like, I never, like I got my first phone when I was 16 years old you oh. know? and that's because I had a, I got my license. Yep. So my parents are like, well, we want to make sure, you know, if something is bad happens, you can get a hold of us. I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, so, but yeah, well, I appreciate, I mean, you know, I know we've talked about, we tip our hats to each other through the shit we've had to deal with for the last three years. You know, it's like, I don't think people realize how tough it has been. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, hopefully we're obviously kind of getting out of the end of it, but it's it's a it's a it was brutal absolutely brutal and and now now i'm in this unique thing where we're seeing this again people really aren't talking about but the amount of um men right now that are that are taking their that are dying by suicide is it's unbelievable miranda it's just you you can't even it's like it's skyrocketing it's crazy. And nobody's, again, uniquely, like, nobody's talking about it. I mean, look at, look at, you know, Twitch. That's one of the saddest, like, it just dry, made my heart, you know, the guy from um, Dancing with the Stars and Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh He's, yeah. Well, and I can't tell you, I got um, just over, when I got back to work, three individ or two, two individuals just over the holidays were having to, they died by suicide. Heartbreak. It is. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah, we hopefully we can figure stuff out and people can just honestly, you know, like you said, kind of connect up more and get off of social media more. Yeah. Dude, I would chat. Have you, what's the longest you've ever been from away from social media? <laughs> um, <laughs> sober. We'll call it, what's the longest you've ever been sober? From I think social I. Media? <laughs> Does Snapchat count as social media? Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, maybe from like birth to sixth grade. Oh my gosh. So you literally have so. No, I didn't have social media when I got my phone because there wasn't a social media. Okay. Like, in the last, oh. let's, let's do this, Maria. In the last five years, what's the longest time you've ever been sober from social media? Um, well, I did travel to. <laughs> Miranda, you're not answering the question. I traveled to the desert and I think we didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, like, were you gone? Were you in the desert for like a year? Like, where did you go? Did you just okay. disappear? <laughs> a day, probably. Oof. Yeah, Mur, you gotta. I'm gonna Five for those. I, dude, I think that would that should be our next Thousand Lakes challenge. We <laughs> should. We should throw it like, like you know, you know how we do the pull up challenge, you know, yeah. Who can who can go the longest? Just get off of, get off of the get off of the the That's Facebook, the Instagram, Twitter, yeah. I mean, you can obviously listen to these podcasts. That's something that's acceptable. <laughs> but we're trying, we're trying to get some sponsors. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I would, I, I would seriously. Hook Grip isn't trying to sponsor you yet. No, we need some. We need a thumb tape sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I would seriously. I would see. I would throw it out there. See what you can do. If you can go a month, get up, get off of all platforms for a month. Gosh, I just. <sighs> you okay. don't know until you try. I will. I will try. I think it will be. Uh, I rem- I yeah, vividly remember the day I just got. I literally was like, I'm done with Facebook. I got, and they didn't have like Twitter or Instagram. Maybe they did, but I'm a Neanderthal anyhow. And yep, deleted it and never reactivated ever again. I think I said. I think that was. It's been over ten years now. So I pop on the old Phoebe the Chiggy just to look at the random my uh, man crushes Brent Fakowski and Marcus Philly, and just. Uh, just you know those those guys look like they're chiseled out of you know rock but I, and then i'm like oh and usually sam dancer he's my i love sam dancer he's my he's my spirit animal as a crossfitter i'm not even sure who that is oh sam dancer he is the best he is literally he's the guy who pulled 605 at the crossfit games for a deadlift oh he's like one of these sweetest kindest and he, I, again, I can't speak. We would like, we would cold tub together after events and me, we would chat and he had like, I do not know. That. <laughs> oh yeah. We would literally, I, he's one of the sweetest people. And again, I've never interacted with this man ever again in my life, but like he, I just, he works a lot with like, um, down syndrome, uh, people. Uh-huh. And it's, so you got to look at if, well, have- after, gosh. Once you're done, you can look at him and then forever delete your Instagram. I, I already did, actually. As we were talking, I just deleted all of my social media. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's amazing, Miranda. So. Uh, well, I'm proud. I, I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes. The end of this podcast. Yeah. And then Thank once you. we turn once we turn it off, you'll be back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I made it for five minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was, it was, I can't tell you how many people when they came into residential treatment left and never reactivated Facebook, Instagram, anything. They're like, this was the best thing I ever needed in my life was getting off of all this crap. Wow. And they, and, and because you had to leave your phone, you couldn't have your phone. And so they, you could maybe like you go, we had computers on, like if you had to send emails and you could get on Facebook and stuff like that. But so many people just, when they turn their phones off, it just deactivated everything and they never got back on. And they're like, this is, this has been the best thing for me. It's been so helpful not being on that. I would seriously, I'd challenge anybody out there is like for, even if it's just for one week or even a day is just get off of it and just see 
how habitual it goes. Like when you're, cause what's unique is like when you're stressed, what do you turn to Instagram? When you're feeling that, like, what do you turn to Twitter, Facebook? The crazy part is like, I'll open up my phone and my thumb will automatically swipe and yep. click your app. It's, it's- isn't that, isn't that unbelievable? Like it's, you're so, and and like, that's why people are like, so sometimes they're like, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm having all of this. It's just like, because you're not dealing with anything. You're not leaning. You're, you're just using your phone and other things to, you know, you're not addressing these issues. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm hopeful. It'd be awesome to see now, now that you did it on this podcast, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh well, I know it's getting late. I know the listeners don't know that, but we're uh, we're probably I got a coach in the morning, and I appreciate uh, again your last minute jumping on, and yeah, no I really appreciate. I appreciate you just chatting about these different things, and yeah, I look forward to keep just kind of working out. I'm super. I'm looking forward. I'm over already the cold, and I'm looking forward to the summer summer Friday throwdowns. Yep, those, those are. Those are the best. I cher- seriously, I cherish those are some like I've done a lot. I literally this is one of my favorite things. If anybody's ever interested, Fridays in the summertime, <laughs> we uh we do some gnarly hero workouts, but it's just like those are so much fun after you're done. Yeah. But awesomer. Well, have a good night. Thanks so much for doing this podcast and we'll, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, thanks, Jacob. See ya. Yeah, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Athletes Unbox, finding the extraordinary in the ordinary. And don't forget to hook grip. Definition.